0: Hello everyone, this is Rebecca Green for the Palooza podcast, and I am so excited today. I have two amazing guests. First is Christy Mora, the CEO and founder of Bella Kids and chief mommy of Two Amazing Kids. Hi, Christy. Hi. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Next up is the wonderful Jamie Potash, Potash, oh my God, Jamie, I cannot butcher one of my best friend's names, (laughs) head of community relations, and mom of four amazing kids. Jamie, thank you for being here with me. Thank you for having
1: us on the podcast today. We're super excited.
0: And thank you for making this happen. Jamie is the maker of making things happen. (laughs) She's a girl. She's the woman. So, Christy, I want to start back at the beginning because people aren't going to know what Bella Kids is. Can you tell us what it is and how it began?
2: Bella Kids is a three-day pop-up consignment sale. And so it's like our version of Black Friday. That's like what I think about Bella Kids uh, when it's actually go time and sale time because we get 50,000 items in one weekend and we sell out. And it's unbelievable what you can find it's like black friday without having like a a flyer to look through to see what the sales are you just know you're going to come in and find unbelievable things and every sale is different because the families that can sign with me are different every sale so you never know what treasure you're going to get at every sale which makes it so much fun i started bella kids um because i okay so What, 12, 15 years? I was living in Orange County, California, living the SoCal life.
0: And I was a
2: teacher. And I had two little ones later on in life. And I spoiled them to death and bought everything like way too expensive and was shopping at Nordstrom for my little baby outfits that they never even ended up wearing. And my girlfriend said to me, Christy what are you going to do with all this gorgeous stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. Do you want it? Do you know somebody who has, like, I don't know. I don't know, but you're right. It still has tags on it. Or I spent (laughs) too much money on this gear and I hope somebody else can use it. She's like, you need to do a consignment sale with me. And I'm like, what is a consignment sale? And so she introduced me to it. She actually even tagged my stuff for me in my first one that I ever participated in. Wow. And she comes back to me with a check for like twelve hundred dollars and said, That's what I earned. No lie. And I was like, what is this thing? She goes, you're coming with me. And I'm like, I think I am. I'm gonna check this thing out. And so there I am the next season. And I'm at, it's called Up Up and Away in Orange County, California. She's still in existence. We've become friends now that I've spun off my own version here in Buffalo, New York. And so um I go to my, and I'm hooked. I go there and I, I'm like shopping because I'm getting these unbelievable deals. But then there is my stuff walking out the door with the happiest of moms, who just scored like this designer thing at like 20% or 25% of retail price, right? Oh and God. so it was just, and then I got to meet other moms in the community and I was just like in love with the idea. Meanwhile, I'm a teacher yearning to move home to Buffalo, New York. And this was when, Job teaching jobs were not a plenty here in Buffalo because this was 2012 when I moved back into town. And I knew I wanted to be home with my kids because they were just starting preschool and kindergarten. And I'm like, what can I do when I come back to Buffalo? And I'm like, I'm going to try one of those back home. And it just worked. People, I. I created it just like I was used to. It's in a retail shopping environment. So you don't feel like you're shopping at a garage sale or a rummage sale or, you know, a barn, you know, you're in an organized like TJ Maxx type of store setting. It's free admission. I accept cash or credit. Like there's good stuff there for anybody who needs to get what they want for their kids. We got Carter's, but then we got the, the designer brands too. So it's like, it's. I set it up just like I was used to, and it's just grown. I never imagined it would become something that so many families rely on from season to season. And that is what Bella Kids ha- is
0: today. That's an amazing story. Yes. And I'm trying to wrap my mind around the fact that you and Jamie both moved to Cold Buffalo from California. <laughs> You're both <how> crazy.
1: Right? <laughs> I keep-
2: how many moms? Because once I moved back into town, I was gone for so many years. I joined local moms' clubs to meet, you know, my other moms and have my kids have little friends. And I can't tell you how many women I met who moved here from California. It was crazy. I'm like, you too, you too. And everybody says nobody wants to come to Buffalo. Wrong.
0: Interesting. I'm taking notes in my head. You're making me like Buffalo a little more. <laughs> So I want to bring Jamie in and tell her that she knows that there are mothers like me. You both know that there are mothers like me. Absolutely. We're kind of clueless. I'm going to be really honest with you. I called Jamie the other day and I was like, I I'm staring at a box. Like, I don't know where to begin. We have mothers have so much stuff. If they're like me, they feel the clutter, they feel the stuff. Both of you, tell tell me and other people, how do we declutter? Where do we begin? Uh,
1: <laughs> speaking as a person who has a lot of stuff, I have four children. We have several pets. Um, I've accumulated over a long time. My oldest is 16. My youngest is nine. Um, and I have three boys within that mix. And they're all vastly different. So in your mind, you have to decide, you know, is this something we pass down to the next child? Is this something that you, you know, it's sell or donate or give to the niece or nephew or to the person that you have a swap going on with?
0: Mm-hmm. And some people
1: can do the swap. They have the right age kids to be able to cycle it through. Um, the problem is, is that all of this stuff is so expensive. When you acquire it brand new, it is wildly expensive. Sometimes yeah. you're fortunate enough to be gifted something like an outfit, a toy um, that has a long lifespan, but you know, the high chairs and the, and the strollers and the big ticket items are very, very costly. And, you know, sometimes they have a little window of acceptability, whereas something might be recalled or it will go out of date. And so you have to capitalize on the usability of it now. Um, and that's where I found that Bella Kids was really the best way to filter through my things, to decide what am I keeping, what am I getting rid of? And look for that next sale in, in preparatory fashion, I would hold on to it and then know when the next sale was and start prepping my items. I have a little room in my basement that my husband built me that is specific for all of my stuff, whether it's, you know, high school notebooks or clothing items. I've got a whole rack set up along the perimeters of the walls where I have everything sized and gendered so I can sell it and it's hung up and ready to go when it comes time to tag things Um, I know what I have to do and it's all sort of organized and and waiting for me, um, the selling it and the sales, a three-day public sale, but it's a four-day sale. If you're a consigner. there's a special preview day. That's really important because it dump starts the rest of the sales. And, um, for me, I've just noticed that this is the best modality of selling of, of purging because you get rid of it in such a, it's a huge, you know offload 100 or 200 items at a time depending on how much you have in your inventory but it's the best way that yard sales don't work if you want to just get rid of it and sell it all for 50 cents and then, then do that <laughs> this is the best way to uh, get the blood out of the orange and this is buffalo
2: right and so and so many others of your listeners are in colder climates those summer days do you want to waste your day hosting a garage sale when you could be no. at your children like yeah. n- I learned very quickly like no I I am not doing that but I think like Jamie like Jamie's up okay Jamie how long have you been with me since the very very beginning in 2012 since 2012, since 2012 because I remember ah. seeing
1: tags with 2012 on it
2: so she is like Top tier five star consigner. She knows the deal from start to finish and she could run circles around me, right? Regarding consigning, right? Because she knows the deal. She's probably more of an expert on actually tagging and pricing and prepping your items than me. I, for me, I say if you are a beginner consigner, Start with where you're going to have the most impact, not just in your check back, but also in your space in your home declutter the big stuff first like clothing yes that, that you know our closets are full but you can get to that but make it where it's going to be an impact on you your family your home your life your your pocketbook in the end so you know it's worth it unload your wagons that are taking up too much room in your garage and your large imagine toys that your kids aren't playing with anymore that you can get a good dollar for you know all of those bigger items unload those and get those entered first and you'll feel accomplished, but also you're gonna get a nice reward on those bigger items. Then go ahead when you have learned the system and see how easy it is with drop-down menus, cause it's all, and it's even voice. So you could literally talk to your phone and enter in your items that way too. But anyways, what I'm saying is get rid of the big stuff, make an impact on your life and then start tackling the clothing and shoes. And those do add up to a lot of money in the end, too, but that's just a little bit more time consuming. Okay. Well,
0: and the issue becomes, and I don't want to speak for other mothers, but I'm guessing they're like me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you saw how many bags of clothes, like yeah. I'm embarrassed to tell no. you how many bags of clothes I have in the basement. Right, right. So, how do I know what you want and what yeah. you don't want? How do I know?
2: First of all, age is an important factor here because just like you, my kids now are in their tweens, early teens. So we don't, the clothing that from their early years, it's too old now. It's going to have, it's going to look, it's going to have the old Gymboree label on it, right? And it's going to have those old Carter's labels on it. We, that's just too old now. That's how you know, let's designate that for for donation or pass it on to somebody else and start with the ones that are less than five years old. And those are the ones that you want to start tagging and entering. And you're going to actually, what I would do is I would pull out those older ones, donate those, get them out of your way, and then focus on those newer items and divide them up by season because we host three sales a year. This is upcoming one in April is our spring and summer. So get, do that. And then it will feel less of a burden to you because they're separated and organized. And that's what I recommend to my new consigners, especially is have a bin in each one of your kids' closets. And that bin, you just start tossing in, as you know, they've outgrown it or they don't like it or they don't wanna wear it anymore, tuck it in there. And then you have that bin ready to go to prepare for the next sale. And if you have them still on here, bonus, right? pull them right off, put them right in the bin with the hanger on it. And you don't even have to worry about it. Then.
0: I wish that Jamie's going to yell at me. I wish that we had talked, had, you know, right. how years ago, eight years ago. <laughs> you know how
1: many- I've been talking to you, Rebecca, since 2006. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's unbelievable how many shoppers that
1: find out about us
2: now and their kids are 10 years old and they're like, oh my gosh. I
0: know. I know. I have to tell you,
2: our average consigner, average, then this could be they just have clothes and a couple big items or they're all clothes or whatever. Our average consigner check is $450 at this upcoming spring sale.
0: $450.
2: That's a good chunk of change.
0: Good chunk of change. And if you
2: participate in all three sales, that's over, what, $1,300. I have families who have been with me, and their Bella Kids participation is their vacation fund for their family.
0: Oh, I love that so much. Such a good idea. Yeah. So this has been an interesting year. Yes. It's been a very hard year. Oh. So I would love to talk to you about how it's impacted your sale and your business.
2: It has been an eye opener for me in so many different ways because we weren't able to have our spring sale a year ago. COVID was just on the just starting up and all of a sudden we were shut down as everybody knows. And so I had 400 families ready to go to consign, registered their inventories entered and all of a sudden we get word this isn't happening anymore. And so that was devastating for them because like i said so many of these families rely on this extra cash Mm -hmm. in order not some do it for a vacation but some do it because that's their money to buy the next season's clothes for their children and they rely on that i've been in business now for eight years and so from season to season it's been a consistent thing for me what i when i what i didn't realize is really how many people rely on Bella Kids in our area. It really was an eye opener for me when we were able to host our next in-person event, which would have been August, I was able to run a sale for the first time. And the shoppers that came in and shared with me how much they appreciate what I do what I'm doing, what Bella Kids is for them, for their family, for their children. And it the volume of people who were sharing those stories with me as they were walking in, they were just so thankful to have Bella Kids back. And so that, most importantly, has impacted me as a person, as a as a person who runs this business, because it is important to people. And so it, it just makes me work that much harder to help as many people in the community as possible. Because what's interesting about Bella Kids as I've learned through the years is it is for all walks of life. It's for the moms who have this great stuff that really want to return on their money because they invested so much in it. But it's also for families who need it because they can't afford to go to the mall to buy their kids the latest and greatest pair of shoes. Yeah.
0: So
2: that opens my heart. makes me want to do
0: more. And then
2: as of regards for the business obviously COVID impacted with the shutdown and so that was if early on in COVID if you remember families their kids are still growing even though we're all shut down and there wasn't any inventory. If you did go to Target there was nothing on the racks. And Amazon, there were delays after delays after delays and people were messaging me like, do you have any inventory to sell? And I'd be like, I don't, it's all in my consignor's hands. How can I solve this problem? And so I'm in a wonderful group of other consignment sale owners across the country and we share information and tips and and help each other and support each other. And we started toying with the idea of hosting an online sale how could we make this work? And I, with I, all of a sudden I just prayed about it and I thought about it and I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. And so I'm like, you know what? I set a date. I said, okay, I'm hosting my first virtual sale on May 1st. It was like April 12th. And I'm like, I can't take this anymore. These, these families need the support. They need the help. My consigners need the money to sell their stuff. My family shoppers need this stuff. I'm going to make it work. And so I did. In two weeks, I pulled off and our very first online virtual sale and it ran from May 1st through the 7th. And it was everything sold out like that. I couldn't enter it fast enough on the web store with it selling out because there was so much demand at the time. And you know, people, I think, wanted a little sense of normalcy.
0: So true. I love hearing about how businesses adapted, and I feel terrible because some businesses couldn't. No, um, my, you know, my friend's gym was closed down. My friend's hair salon was closed down. Right. And I love that you were able to do that because so. Ah. You know,
2: Yeah, I'm blessed to be to have that skill set to be able to do that. But for the fam, for the business owners who aren't tech savvy, or you know what I don't have the equipment to be able to do it, you your hands were tied.
0: Let's talk about the parent listening, who is dying to start their own business. What tell us what advice you have for them?
2: It's, you have to choose something that you feel in your heart. Like you have, they talk about passion. Like you have to be passionate. You want to have to get up and go to work every day and move forward, whatever, with whatever that mission is for your business. And cause it, it is not easy. It is a tough road and it is long hours and, and it is complex, especially in today's day. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's so true that you have to find within what is that meaningful purpose to help you move forward in your business idea and plan.
0: I love that so much. That's like the best answer ever.
1: (laughs) Well, I also think for, for Christy, for your purposes, you know, it blends a lot of your your love for children, your love and the importance of family for you, because you do have a lot of your family working with you in your business.
2: I couldn't do it without my mother is my, my mother is my hero and my biggest, loudest cheerleader in anything and everything I've ever done.
0: So do what we love and use your supports and go for it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And then you meet wonderful people along the way who love what you're doing, like Jamie. And then it, it just builds over time. So Jamie is like the community relations guru. She's like the connector. She's like, she knows everything. She sends things out into the world everywhere. Jamie, give us some pointers for how people can get the word out about their business. How are you doing this?
1: Well, there are a lot of things that someone can do. Obviously, marketing and advertising are completely necessary. Uh, social media has been a vehicle for many people, and it's a it's a new necessary feature of mm-hmm. any business because you're connecting with people you know. You're connecting with people that are new. And you're also relying on that word of mouth to try and um, spark interest or to give the testimonials that you need to say, this is my business. This is why you should support it. This is what we're doing. Uh, that, what is it that we service Or what is it that we are offering goods-wise that you might be interested in or can use in your daily life? Um, The other arm of this business that Christy hasn't touched on yet that's really very important, um, two things. The ability that she's had to transition her business into a new realm. She talked about the online sale that she came up with and she researched and was able to do probably 95% on her own. She just dreamt it up one day, and that has allowed her business to grow Crazy. and evolve. Amazing. You <laughs> um, have some sort of evol- evolutionary platform that you can use for your business um, to be able to grow and to, to scout arms um, into new realms. Also, the other thing is the community aspect of it. So, um, what do you have when you're offering a business that's services or goods oriented? How does that service other areas of? Um, business really so community um giving to the community so christie's business is a two-fold deal so we're helping the people who are consigning because they're earning money to get money return on their goods we're helping the people who come in to shop because those people are not only the sellers but they're also new community people who come in because they don't want to pay retail prices Um, and the biggest thing is the donations that happen at the end of the sale which directly benefit and impacts the community, the Buffalo community at hand. And Christy likes to spread the wealth and the joy to not just one one recipient per sale. It goes to many different organizations that are nonprofit that service the children and families are her main recipient of, of what her business platform represents. And I, I think she should really talk about that because that part alone, it should, should be a part of every business because every business... Um, has a wealth about it that they're able to help and impact our community, whether it's local or statewide or national. And I don't think, honestly, I think it's a civic responsibility and I don't think enough businesses are doing what they need to do to help their, their communities, to help the children or the food banks or, or whatever their platform or their you know targeted recipient is. And I think Christy has used that as a, um, as a part of her business because it's important to her. And I think that more people should pay attention to that because there's always a need. And Christy has found that need without even realizing it. I want her to talk about that. Well, you know, it's,
2: it was very obvious from my very beginning, my first few sales back in 2012. And like I touched upon earlier, Bella Kids offers for and, and includes all walks of life that come through the door from consigning and selling. And it just, was obvious to me that I needed to do more as a person, as a business. How can I help the community and those in the greatest need? Because I saw it. And there's nothing like a mother's love for her children, right?
0: Right. When you see
2: mothers come through the door that are struggling to provide warm clothing for your children, it just it just tore at my heartstrings. And so what can I do to support the mission to help our neediest within the community for those children and those moms and dads who need the help and support and in grandparents who come through the door because they're raising their children, their children's children. Yes. So I decided I am going to do as much community, as much charity work and community partnerships as I can to support those doing great work within the community. And so at every sale, we do do those large donations at the end of the sale through our consigners' generosity. And then we do um, fundraising throughout the actual sale week. And so I focus on one charity, each sale, that is doing great work locally here within Buffalo and Western New York, and I wanna promote their mission. I wanna support them in a fundraising effort, which we Bella Kids match those donations. And if they require goods that they need to provide for whatever their mission is, we also do a drive for that. And so um, every sale, I feel like it's getting the word out, but it's also for those families who need the service, They're learning about an organization that might be able to help them through a tough time. So it's like a win-win for all. And that is so important to me in a, 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 I don't know. It's just a huge part of what Bella Kids has become.
0: There's so many levels of help. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many levels and it's so touching and you can see your passion and love. And I think that you answered the biggest question that people have is, "How can I be successful? Passion, love, yeah. helping your community—you yes. can see it. You can see it, just like beaming from you." So, there's thank you. Like,
2: there's nothing like making a child happy, right?
0: Yes, right? and helping people afford things and giving to charity. I mean, there's just so many levels of goodness that you're doing. Well, thank you. Let's go back eight years.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you could go back eight years ago what would you tell yourself? What would you do differently?
2: Hmm. I think I would say, go for it. It's going to be so much fun. It is going to, it's going to be because I don't, I don't, I did not realize how much of Bella, how much I would Bella kids would become my world. Really, I didn't realize that going into it because I started it like as like I said, a hobby really just to because I am not one of those moms who can just be I, I just need to be doing something I just work having the kids go off to school and me staying at home. I know I it would drive me crazy. I'm just one of those people that I need. My mind's got to be, <laughs> be challenged. And so um, it's turned into something that I never knew would be so important.
0: I can see that. It's certainly grown into something huge. Anyways, it's important to me. I think it's important to a ton of families in our community. I have heard so many friends talk about it. Jamie has been talking about it forever. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, what do you like best about Bella Kids? I know you love, love, love it.
1: <laughs> I, I, I have a great respect for the platform. I've always had a real curiosity for the way the business works, Um, I know it works because I've seen it, my sales range, because I'm not the top seller, I don't have the, and it's not just about how many items you enter into your inventory, it's about what you have in a variety of, you know, toys are the best seller, Um, and big ticket items like strollers, and and pack and plays, and and gear, baby gear, Um, but what I like best about the sale is really just the cohesiveness of of the people, the way it's run, the way it's, um, there's so much compassion, and there's For me, it fulfills a lot of my needs, and Christine and I just had this conversation about the American consumerism that we have in our country is beyond incredible. Um, And I have this great need for myself to be able to um, recycle and reuse and to not, I don't throw things away that aren't generally trash. There are people that just like, oh, I'm done with this pair of whatever, and they throw it in the trash. I think that's terrible. You know, there's there's always a way to reduce our carbon footprint, and for me, this really, really fulfills that deep down within me mm-hmm. um, to be able to give my gently used items to someone else. I get to recoup a little of the costs, help another family, um, or many, many other families, mm-hmm. and I get to meet new people. And I I've met Christy, and I think she's a revolutionary woman, and I think she has got this business model that I completely believe in her mission. Um, there's nothing that I question. I only think, you know, what else could you do to grow or to um, add on to? And I I want to see her continue to be successful because, you know, we just talked about not every sale is a cookie cutter sale. Things change, things are different, you know, including all these restrictions that have been placed on businesses. But I, I love that it fulfills in me the ability to do something that I'm I'm also passionate about. Um, I have a background in sales and marketing and journalism and um, communications in general, but I really just love this business model. And that is the very only reason why I'm, I've am i stuck with it. And I would have stayed on as a consigner because I, I do want to purge things that I have that we're no longer using, but I, I love this business model. I think it has such great potential. And I think that more businesses should look to Bella Kids to find within themselves, how can I help my community, how can I impact, have a positive effect on other families, or just pick pick one little small way to um, impact other people in a positive way, whether it's a charity or an event or, you know, whatever it is, it could be something that is your own personal charity, it just needs to be something that puts positivity out in the world. because. Not enough multimillion dollar businesses are doing this and they have the ability to be role models. And I think from a local standpoint, Christy is a role model and it's, she's provided me with a positive image of what a woman should be or what a business should be run like. And I think that um, it serves something within deep within me that I wasn't getting from, you know, just even, even the volunteerism I had with PTA um, has greatly helped me enter this role. But I I think that this is the type of business that um, really speaks to a lot of people, and they really don't see it that way, but they know that they're doing something deep down that's not just buying and selling.
0: Well, and you've touched on so many good points, and you've taught me so much through the years. You know, it starts at home. The benefits start at home. And Jamie has taught me a lot about the two words, recycle, reuse, which I... I want you to know in the last, how many years of friendship, 13, more than 13 years of friendship, you have taught me the benefit of that to, to our environment, but also to me, we are so cluttered and our minds are cluttered Mm. and our houses are cluttered. So you're, it it starts way back there. You're giving us a place to declutter (laughs) and benefit all the people who need our stuff, all the charities who need it at, you know, whatever is donated. So there's, I just can't believe the benefits. I guess I never really listened hard enough to how many levels of benefits there are.
2: You know, that whole recycle thing, I, I was talking to Jamie about it this morning. I was never like that pro go green, reduce, reuse, recycle girl, right? I wasn't, to be honest with you. It wasn't, I mean, I would. it was important and I believed like you should, but it wasn't something in my like top three missions in, the, in my life, you know, to really wow. be focused on. However, as my sales grew, sale after sale, and I would get emotional when I would see the volume of things our families have co- have accumulated that's only 400 families worth of stuff in 10,000 square foot space. How much do all of us with <laughs> Western New York accumulate right and it's not just Buffalo that's just Americans yes and what are we doing? it's true it it, that's where I get to that point and and when I see our store fold up in you know those few days of drop-offs it makes me it makes me and it has made me and changed me as a consumer Mm -hmm. and it's made me respect the, the idea of going green and recycling and how important it is and now I'm teaching my kids like, it's not just, oh, this is, you know, a pair of jeans. I'll wear it for a couple of times and goodbye. No, 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 no. Like, that's not what we're doing here. not nah, that's not how we're going to live our life.
0: I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. As I think about my children saying, I don't like this. <laughs> it's horrible. But we all are
2: dealing with it. We all are dealing with it. And so this is a platform to at least be able to teach that concept of recycling. We're just not going to toss it away.
0: Yes.
2: Uh, so, and we're going to get a return on our investment. And we're teaching that financial responsibility to our children through that
1: too. Yes. And the other thing for from an emotional, mental wellness kind of process, it also teaches people and children that it's okay to use something that has been used before. Right. There are ways to sanitize. There are ways to clean. There are ways to make it smell like your house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And there is no reason to mark off to XYZ retail shop and buy that thing brand new off the shelf because of, you know, I'm too good to go into a resale shop. Right. Um, You know, there's a huge movement right now to go into a Goodwill and find a vintage pair of Nikes or a really cool flannel that's been worn because I've done it, and I did it back in 1995 when it was cool, the beginning of it being <laughs> yeah. cool. And now it's super, super cool because cool once again, yes, it people is. are reinventing themselves. They come to Bella Kids to find Halloween costumes when it's not even Halloween.
0: Yeah. And they find so all smart. sorts of
1: radical things that they never right. knew. This has a tag on it. It's still brand right. new. You know, I could pay you know twice of twice as much to buy it brand new, and or they can't even find it anymore because it's that was last season's thing. But it's at Bella Kids because well, the Christmas season is you know the, the giving season is so generous that people just don't don't need it all. So right. we find it later on in the spring sale at Bella Kids. Um, you and- would be shocked how much new with tag stuff comes
2: to our sale, sale after sale. Toys new in box because it's true. We can't use it all.
0: Right? No, no, we're overbuying. We're mm. all overbuying. Mm. <laughs> we all need to buy less. Mm. I Amen. tell my I tell myself that all the time. Yeah. Tell us when the sale is, where the sale is, and what the ages are.
2: Sure. So our upcoming sale for public sale is April 23rd through the 25th. We do host a VIP private event for our consigners on April 22nd, the night before the sale. That's one of the bonuses of being a consigner with us. And so then we are at 4235 Transit Road in Transit Town Plaza. We've been there now for seven years. He's been so good to us. It's right behind TJ Maxx and that awesome plaza on Transit Road. And um, our website, if you want to learn information to consign 716kids.com and what else do you need from the ages, else? the ages uh, of the sale from we get pregnant. mommies coming in to shop with us to get whatever they need for their house or grandma and grandpa's house. And we, sh- you can shop up to what I call middle school, 14 size, 14, 16.
1: There's also this really nifty coupon. Uh, <laughs> can we see that, it? That uh, <laughs> Christy has come up with. It's a, um, card size coupon it's a five dollar off and it's really good for any of the in-person sales but uh we have made partnerships with um different uh, places around town that would be child focused um ata which is right next door to the bella kids sale um the academy of theater arts in in buffalo on main on main street or transit road um they have we're doing cooperative business uh, information swap with them, um, as well as some other businesses around that can host the coupon. But it's really just a little, a little money off that you're already getting money off. But you know, it's an it's a sales incentive, and um, it's one of those things where you know if you miss it, it'll be gone, but it'll be back. So you have to take advantage of of the time. And it's a high visibility area right there at the corner of Main and in Transit.
0: What about the consigners? How do they? Are they going to the website to start consigning? And how long do they have up until when they're allowed to consign?
2: So we have sold out twice already. I've had to add more consigner slots. I'll I just told Jamie I checked this morning. We're sold out again of consigner slots. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna squeeze in maybe another 25 consigner slots and then we are done because we will fill that store to the brim, and I'll be like going crazy as we're leading up to opening the store up. So we are so you can go to our website, 716 Kids, to sign up to consign with us, and then you'll get a welcome email. Email kit and it will walk you through the steps one by one to get your items entered and tagged to drop off for the sale and drop off happens literally four days before the sale on the 22nd with the VIP sale it's like 10 days we set up the store consigners drop off in appointments over four days and then we host our four day, day sale and then we are out on Monday
0: you and have, a down. To- you have no. it down to a science.
2: It is a well-oiled machine for sure. So, and then that, that's where that Black Friday aspect comes, which makes it so much fun because you have to get there while we're there because
0: load up for that weekend because we won't be back till August.
2: However, we're going to be back online.
0: We will. Okay, that's awesome. Is, what else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you?
2: Oh boy. Hmm.
0: Did I cover I it all? I think you did. Jamie, anything for
1: you? Um, I'm thinking, um, I, I think, well, there was a question about what has surprised you the most. Um, I don't know if you covered that or not. I think that there's probably some revelation, revelations you've had within the time that you've started the business and how it's evolved. Um, what, what's been your biggest takeaway? I I think I kind of mentioned it already, and it really is
2: how, how much of an impact this business that I started off as a hobby has on families here, and how mu- how much they rely on it, and how important it really is from that for them, because they experienced us not being there, and they didn't like it, and they shared that with me that they really needed it, and so that that defines further for me how important of a mission it is for me to continue this on, when. Yes. I- and I'm tired and I'm exhausted after that 10-day whirlwind of a sale and I feel like I got five years of my life taken off right (laughs) because I didn't sleep awake and what have you and the demands of it as a single business owner it's in a mom it's tough it is a tough challenge but I'm up to the challenge and having knowing that there's a, pur- there's a purpose and people are relying on it because it helps them makes it all worthwhile.
1: Well, I agree completely. I, I, I wanted to touch on something that you had mentioned earlier, Rebecca, about, you know, consigning in the process and the decluttering. You know, I really don't think, I think a lot of people, I know they feel it's such a challenge mm-hmm. and I don't think it's, I think it might be a lot to wrap your head around it at first, yes. but we do have a special, uh, like we're online on Facebook and there's a, tips page that's just for consigners, And there's so much help available to be able to get started. Um, There are people, there are resources, Christy, myself, um, to answer those questions and to help hold hands or to, there's a consigner option that is a concierge um, service that if people cannot do it all themselves, they can literally drop off their goods and have someone else Um, hang it and prepare it and tag it and get it ready for sale. Um, There are so many ways to even just get started. And I I just don't want moms to think that, oh, I can't do it. It's too much work. I can't handle it. and I don't have the supplies. There are so many ways to get questions answered and to get started. And I, you know, I'm the least organized person. I have more kids than most people. And I have managed to to get it done and to find a way to overcome all those challenges because I really, really wanted to see how it worked. I was so fascinated by the process, but I think that the rewards have been have far outweighed the little nuances of gathering your supplies. Um, and it's just so simple to just ask the questions or to reach out for help. Um, but the benefits are, are so immense. Uh, I think I think it's telling when I look at my statistics
2: and 75 to 80% are returning consigners every sale. And I get about 20 to 25% newbies coming in. And so I think the challenge for so many moms is and dads is to that, just get started. Try it once, try it once and see what impact it has on your home, on your life, on your checkbook in the end, when you get the check back from us and you'll see it was worth it.
0: Well, and I want you to know that you gave excellent advice for new people Mm -hmm. to start with the big stuff. Yes. And I love the bin idea in the closets. Yeah. brilliant and you can yeah. just start putting yourself stuff in the bins as they outgrow it or don't right. or refuse to wear it like my kids do right but i think that those are excellent pointers
2: right and i have a lot of consigners like jamie said who are intimidated by the process and they're overwhelmed and we're all so busy and running 10 different ways every day to use the con- concierge service it's express tagging all you have to do is load it up and drop it off to us and we'll tag it in your consignor account. And that's how you get started. And then you get that check back and then you're hooked and you're like, oh, and I can make even more doing it myself. I'm going to do that next time. And so that's an, that's also a nice introduction to the process. And it also gives you an idea when you come shopping to the sale on that VIP night, how to price your items because you see what everybody else is doing. And you'll see it's a lot of fun and you meet a lot of great moms and dads and grandparents and aunties and uncles along the way
0: oh, i love this so much mm-hmm. i know that you two are such busy moms and i want to tell you how much i appreciate you taking so much time with me today i love the it's work fun. that you're both doing for our community Thank and you. i too. want to encourage everyone to find consignment in their area because yes. they might not be from buffalo but if you're from buffalo Bella Kids, is, is, it's the time. Jump on the bandwagon. That's right.
2: I can share with your listeners from other places to go to consignmentmommies.com. And they are the, the website to look for a consignment sale like Bella Kids in your area. By state, you can search it up and see when the next sale is with a link to their website to register as a consigner.
0: Thank you. Thank you for all of your pointers. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here today.
1: It was so much fun. Thank you for the invitation, Rebecca.
0: Thank you for setting this up, Jamie. My amazing connector friend. She's my encourager. She's amazing. You both are amazing. I love the women that I get to meet doing this podcast. I just want to tell you that. That's so awesome. Thank you.